0: Welcome to the All Things Performance Podcast, where our goal is to stay hungry, to get better, and to move the meter. My name is Josiah Igano, and whether you're looking to improve physically, to get fed spiritually, or to challenge yourself mentally, we're dig- 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 digging deep to find those gems, and we're going to find them. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's go. Hope everybody's doing well. Today's conversations with a good friend, Dennis Wyrick who is the director of baseball operations at Rosenhaus Sports. Rosenhaus Sports as many of you know is one of the most prolific and successful sports agencies out there. Uh and many people might ask, "Hey, what does sports agency have to do with performance?" And it's just a very rich conversation uh in which Dennis breaks down, you know, what athletes should look for in agents, what agencies look for in athletes. I mean, it's just very uh, thought-provoking, very insightful, and we're just going to cut right into it today, Dennis Wyrick, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I think first and foremost, it comes back to being a, an extension of any given group, family you're joining in into. You know, when I always say, when I, if I'm uh, interested in the player, the usually there's a, a mutual interest, uh, of course, but at the end of the day these players and these families have been taking care of business long before I got there. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it it takes one to know one uh, in terms of what this whole journey is about in terms of getting to the big leagues. And it's not just about having been in the big leagues or or played in the big leagues. Um, but there's a few things that are, are non-negotiable, right? Establishing work ethic early on. That's a, that's at home, Mm -hmm. you know, in those first, first 18 years, that's mom and dad or whoever else you have around, they're shaping that. But when you're, you're giving advisor or team uh, or college comes knocking, that work needs to have been done. Um, so a lot of times if, if they need, uh, too much guidance and, and of course you end up putting that into them, but at the end of the day, mom and dad are doing a lot of the shaping and, I, I could never take credit for how a young man acts um, on and off the field. You know, a lot of times that's placed on an agent per se, right? On any given player, he's got to get his stuff together. He's, he's got to, why not somebody step up and and talk to him? Mm-hmm. Believe us, they, we do. Um, the good ones do yeah. because we care about these young men and these athletes. Just, you know, similar, similar to yourself, right? I think a good teammate would do that. I think that's where the origin of my liking to this profession came it was being able to be in a locker room full of guys that are going after a big goal and being able to keep it real. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I think that's still where my relationship lies. Um, but in an effective way, of course, you know, it's not, um, forced on guys or loud or anything like that. It's, it's from the heart. It's out of sincere interest for a guy that skill set, that experience as having been a player and, and that motivation for me with always just wanting to be a part of a winner and and being proud of the group that I'm a part of, I think is translated big into how I represent players, right? It starts with, it's driven by any given player, but thinking your agent is going to take credit for it um, or deserves more credit for it than than he deserves, it it, it doesn't match up for me. Everything is done by the player here. Um, And we just facilitate certain things Um, throughout their career. Of course, we established relationships, and I'm friends with many of my guys. But this is a, it's a process and it's part of a a village to say the least.
2: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So if you were to, if you were to, I appreciate you sharing that because, you know, I think what you said uh, needs to be revisited and, you know, you got to hit the rewind button on it. You know, a lot of times when an an athlete is ready to turn professional, that hard work and that heavy lifting has to have already been done. You know, um, and I think that that's kudos to mom and dad and the support system, which you, you know, um, alluded to earlier. Um, So I think that that's very, you know, that's very honorable of you to say that because it's easy to take credit and sign on on success. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to do that. Um, If you were to take yourself outside of your shoes and to look at what you do, you know what I'm saying, Um, externally, what advice would you give an athlete who is looking for an agent? Who is looking for a representative? What qualities does this said representative need to have? Right? Do I do I link on to, to the guy who's representing all the big money dudes? Do I link on to an up and coming cat who's 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 a, who's a good person who has a good rep who has you know probably you know dare I say um, you know, B level or below type talent, you know what I'm saying? You know how, you know how it is in sports, man. It's a meritocracy. Mm -hmm. So what do you, what do you advise up and coming athletes to look for in sports agents and representatives?
1: Oh, I mean, for me, it's trust that that's the first and foremost, I think how people have done business and conducted themselves in the past, whether that's having been a player or a different, uh, walk of life being profession and most specifically and recently being an agent, if you can do your homework and have a carry on a conversation with that person where you feel like they're being straightforward and honest with you, you know, that's where you I always say that you earn a second date, right? Because you're gonna make an intro call and introduce yourself and you're gonna tell them all the great things about you. But you got to go much deeper than that. And so that trust factor really it just establishes you to be credible for a number of ways. And even sometimes not having heard of a guy for me is obviously better than hearing negative things about somebody. It's really hard to change the tiger's stripes, right? So, you know, hearing trusting in your teammates, whoever's familiar with that given person um, is, is important. But I think, the one thing I think from a professional true standpoint of, of uh, making that decision, it, it comes from who you're, you're dealing with. It, this is not going to be, if you are the player you hope to be, um, which is ultimately a, a proven big leaguer, uh, it's going to take a village. It's going to take a team around that given person to, to service you, to have the resources to carry out the, the process from beginning to end being drafts through free agency, obviously in the minor leagues or, you know, starting in the minor leagues then in the arbitration all the way through to free agency. If things go as planned, I always say, we're, we we do not want to be surprised. We don't want to be shocked and, and get caught off guard by that. So, um, it's going to take much more than that given person sitting in front of you. It should be able to lay out who the team is around them. And that team is going to, should be there and available to you to, uh, help you achieve your goals. But, if it's a, a selling a dream of one person me i got all the answers um it's very tough to uh to be effective in that in that capacity so it's trust and the team the person in front of you matters but the team around them and and then you have your criteria um outside of that you know whatever whatever is important to you but most importantly that team is going to be the ones that are getting things done for you
2: yeah no that's that's um uh, I, I, b- I believe that what you said is very valuable. And I think people need to go back and listen to that again, as far as when you start looking to um, augment your, your, uh, I had, I had a, a prior call and uh, and this athlete, this former pro athlete called it, he said you, each person has to uh, have their own personal board of directors. And you just said it now beautifully in a different way. So um, I'm seeing a common theme here. What are you, in your opinion, what is broken? What is broken in the world of sports? What is, And, and more specifically, what is broken in, in sports agency? Uh,
1: an understanding of the rules as it pertains to the players. I think a, a complete education on how this business has evolved from, you know, when we all start out to play this game, it's for the opportunity, right? We're all very fortunate to, to work in sports. We all know that but we're all here because of the talent on the field to uh, either view that, support that, whatever capacity we're, you know, now as an agent, I don't, I don't swing the bat or, or run anymore. So, you know, we're all a byproduct of those guys on the field. Right. And um, at the end of the day, it toughest part for me is when those 750 players in the major leagues don't fully understand their options. And the, the different avenues that are afforded to them, whether that's on field or off the field, um, entirely about their situation, that's that's a big part of our role as agents to educate our guys on. And we all come from different backgrounds, don't get me wrong, and different situations I by no means um, would would act like I know what it's like to be in somebody else's shoes. but. I do know that there is a level of education that certain things, the more you know, the more it helps, right? And when you understand the more about your situation, it's things clear up. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I, I think that sometimes can be an advantage when you know where you're going, how you're going to do it, um, and you have the right people around you. That's, that's a great combo. You know, I, I would equate that to life, Really, which is where more, more guys are equipped for this journey than they may think. Um, when you just apply that to baseball, it's it sounds pie in the sky, right? If it sounds ideal, but truly, if you can find that in life, you're going to be all right. You know, that that's a support group. Um, figuring out what are we going to do and, and how are we going to take this relationship or career or whatever, and you go for it. We we understand the risks of course, um, of, of falling short, but you're just going to fall, you know, a little higher or even closer to that goal and, and you redirect. So I think that's as an agent, as a as an understanding of this um, profession, staying on pro baseball, you know what it's like in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. If you end up in the minor leagues, that's way worse than um, going through the minor leagues because you know where you're going, right? And it ain't here. It, it ain't in, in the small town. It's, I want to be, I want to play in in the big leagues and how am I going to do that and accomplish that every step? What does it take at this given level, right? You don't want to drink out of a fire hose, um, but you can get information and, and the right guidance at the right time. And I think that's where um, I take my role extremely seriously because I think when you can paint the picture of, Um, what's, what's to come, not predicting anything, but at the end of the day, you know, here's what it's going to take. Here's what the next level is like, you know, while you're in low a telling them what it's like to be in high A, and and you're thinking in, in, I guess, in a present sense where I got to work on this today to help move me forward tomorrow. Um, it it just gets a little bit easier on that grind out there. It's too much when you think about, I'm, I'm. I got to do all these things, and these guys over here are doing this, and you know I'm hitting in this part of the lineup. I'm um, I got this role out of the bullpen, or start that. Every time you take the ball, when you step in the box, whatever it may be, you have to know who you are, and that has to come through every opportunity you get. You know, I think times like this are the epitome of that. You know, I think if you're frustrated right now as a player probably stems from some wasted opportunities, some missed um, opportunities, some, some time that you, you know you gave away, right? And, and that would be a very surface level um, opinion, of course. But equally on the opposite side, I think guys that have that plan and have always envisioned themselves exactly where they are, when things like this hit, they're just chomping at the bit to get back. When we get back, we get back, but I'm just going to be sprint mode even more so. Because I know the amount of time I gave up, and you know how much it slowed me up. down, and that guy just comes out of the gate even faster with this clear mindset. So, you know that mindset part is a big part of the minor leagues and this whole baseball process. It's it's tough uh, sledding to get to the top there. So, really, you can't give away much, and your mindset is everything. So, for me, it's about the understanding where you're at, where you're headed, how you're going to get, a get a that guy done. Guy that's the biggest part of, of my role at least. And I think we can help players better understand their options and avenues afforded to them. Um, you know, whether that's during their career or after.
2: That's powerful, man. Uh, that's a, that's, that's a, that's some deep insight there. You know um, I, I think, you know, when you, you had said something earlier and I'm paraphrasing, you basically in essence said that when, um, when, when a player has information um, that player can make better decisions. It clears things up. And I uh, initially asked you a few minutes ago in terms of, hey, what are you looking for? An agent, right? When you're looking for a representative, what do you look for? Now, what I want to do is I want to fast forward. I want to fast forward to the big money guy. I want to fast forward to the, um, you know, uh, you know, the, the star, the superstar, if you will, um, just so we can get both ends of the spectrum. Obviously, you, um, you, you have the keys to uh, a different part of a pretty big castle. Uh, in Rosenhaus, in Rosenhaus, um, you know you're you're heading up the baseball side of things uh, for a very well-known um, uh, rep- uh, sports, represent- sports representation sports uh, representation agency, uh, and you know there's been a lot of uh, examples. One um, specific example uh, in in recent news this last year, uh, which we're not going to say any names, but so people can you know um, fill in the blanks. But what I want to do is I want to use that as a case in point. When you are dealing with a big money player, when you're dealing with a very uh, well-known player, a household name, what, in your opinion, is the biggest no-no, right? When it comes to brand, when it comes to contract, what, you know, if you could have the mic, you know what I'm saying, and talk to this player or talk to this group, this room full of megastars, what is the biggest no-no a professional athlete, according to their, you know, based on their contract, based on the decisions that they're about to make, uh, and the, you know, the foolishness that might ensue by just thoughtlessness?
1: Uh, That's a a great question, a tough question. I I think at the end of the day, you have to realize how much of the pie you want, right? And what I mean figuratively by that pie is where is that, um, where's the bigger opportunity coming from? usually it's driven by on the field, right? And, and some of the things I've already touched on, I think kind of come back to that, but in a fuller sense of, you know, if you've done all this work to get to this point, to be in a position of, of the major leagues and instantly your focus changes to, you know, you can call it marketing and off the field, even just getting distracted with uh, personal stuff or whatever it may be that performance that is ultra critical at that moment now of all this work that's been done, when that focus shifts, that bigger piece of pie quickly becomes further away, right? When you focus on, when you have to spend time on the crumbs (laughs) and you have to spend time on these smaller things that just continuously slow you down. Um, I think there's been, there's enough examples, you know, we're fortunate enough to have a young, up-and-coming star right now in the game, all-star game MVP last year, Shane Beaver, um, and being able to, to pay attention um, up close to what that's like, of course, taking a deep breath um, as often as possible, but with a complete and ultra-focus on establishing yourself, providing for your family, and, you know, we all understand the, the fortunate pieces of becoming a professional right, baseball first, player. There's... Financial advantages to that, but that none of those things early on are going to be long are going to be enough for the rest of your life. Understanding that, understanding that the performance drives market and drives op- off the field opportunities. As soon as that performance dips and the focus shifts, um, your you, those opportunities are going to go go away. And I think. Very often, that plan of I want to be branded, I want to have a brand, I want to be marketable is misunderstood. The biggest, strongest brands are from the biggest, best winners, in my opinion. And Mm -hmm. if you can continue to show up on the field and perform, that's people come to pay you, you know, fill up a stadium and, you know, equally have your autograph and maybe your jersey and whatever else you do post career. But if you're a kind of, maybe sort of kind of guy, I, I don't know how many jerseys you've sold. Uh, so keeping that focus, and, and obviously there's a second life to this whole, whole career for these young men. So establishing that and using this platform appropriately is going to open so many doors. Again, you got to be in the big leagues, you got to have gotten to the big leagues. You got to have so people got to hear your name announced in the lineup to want to go to your restaurant. Right. So it all is just driven by on the field um, and, and just having that opportunity to be uh, recognizable first and foremost by that opportunity. That is going to open endless doors. If you spend a day in the big league, they can never take that away from you. You know, um, you're always going to be a major leaguer. It's the when you have more opportunities and you spend more days in the big leagues the opportunity just gets bigger. You can also equally wash that away and, and have it be very short-sighted, right? And, and and really water down your market if you lose focus on the field. Because they we all know you don't play forever. And at the end of the day, if you maximize that, you're going to get a big piece of the pie. There's people that want to work with these guys that have had successful careers for a number of reasons. Some financially, some name and brand driven. Um, some are regional based on where you played. Um, and then it, it, even if, if it's not about your name, it's about going and putting a stamp on something that's for a greater cause, a charity, uh, a good cause of, that's important to you. If all that is what comes out of this hard work and, and time you put into this career, I think that's valuable as well. Right? So the the biggest mistake that's often made for me is losing the focus, um, early on that doesn't allow you to be as established, you know, having your 15 minutes of fame as the saying goes is, is not why I'm in this, you know, this is, this has got to be much more than a flash in the pan or a hope. And it, we're, 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 thinking it, it might happen. We have to be able to see clearly and, and have an idea of when we, like I said earlier, if, if things go our way, according to the plan set in motion, we can't be surprised when we have some success and actually stick around for a little bit. So let's keep performing. Um, you know, be in it for the long haul. And I think that's where brands and, uh, performance success, whatever you want to put in that category really extends. You, you have, I have a new appreciation for some of these careers that have 10 plus years. You worked with guys, you know, these guys that, that play this game of failure, for more than 10 years and you shake their hand and, and you get a genuine feel from that guy that I don't think a lot of people um, are familiar with Ooh. because you've, you've been so low, you are not afraid of failure anymore <laughs> sometimes if you've been going that long. So um, yeah, just staying focused on, on the bigger um, piece of the pie, as I said, and committing to that. Awesome. into that and everything else follows
2: that's awesome that's awesome man that's uh a lot, lot of layers to that one man. A lot of layers to that onion <laughs> it's, it's, it's
1: really i was trying to bring it for you yeah you know i was it's, i was ready for this
2: a game baby a game i like it but leave that B beam at home now leave it at home
1: you know what uh, what yeah exactly exactly as
2: we get ready to pose man i'm gonna You know, I'm going to give you the mic to share with everybody, you know, some thoughts that, you know, are in your heart, man, in your domain, right? Um, I want to put you on the hot seat real quick. Three questions. Um, And we'll start with the longevity piece because you just hit on it and it's a perfect segue. So this is a fill in the blank, right? Um, The lasting quality, right? The lasting quality with those who, um, uh, with longevity is what? Belief. It's a
1: genuine belief. I've played with players early in my career, work with them um, now at the highest level um, early on. They may not be as vocal about it, but if you are able to get them one-on-one and, and ask them their, their beliefs. And this is from business owners. I've had some, have been fortunate enough to have some good, very um, successful mentors and, and work with you know two of the best agents in the, in the world to ever do this profession. And, you know, we just, I got a few more gray here. So I've had a few more conversations, you know? Um, and when you talk to some people that are these ultra achievers, there's just there's just always been an, a genuine belief in they're exactly where they belong. And if things may come up, it, they will, as I said earlier, redirect and, and find a way. But they're just going to go around now, um, maybe not over it. Because they're not ready to go over it, but they're going to find a way. But it'll be in there on their terms. Um, there will never be a wavering of their belief in, in that goal that they're set out to accomplish. Um, and it's some sometimes can be uncomfortable for other people, really. I mean, you you know firsthand. You walk through a major league locker room. It is everybody's different. Everybody's from different parts of the world. But there is not one lack, uh, you know, one, one bit of, of confidence lacking in most of those guys. When it pertains to baseball, we're all human. But yeah. when it comes to baseball and what their um, belief is and what they do and their skill set on the field, no. You, I mean, good luck trying to, trying to change it or change their point of view because they've practiced it and over and over and tried it the other ways probably too. Mm-hmm. And this works. And you're not going to get me to to change now because it's all on the line. And so you can go back and watch a video of most of these guys; they were doing it like that then. Mm-hmm. And why you you know that's a little funky? Can you clean that up? And you know what about that swing? And why are you fielding like that? You know, baseball is still a very simple game. You gotta know, throw strikes, catch it, hit it. Um, you know, get to use a little speed and, and instincts, and the rest takes care of itself. But usually be complicated and, and the big leagues believe in it and what they do in a much simpler form.
2: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so I love it. I love it. So fill in the blank, you know, you're an individual. Uh, one thing I know about you is that you're, you're not afraid to take your time to build something well, right. Um, mm-hmm. you no, know, you're, you're not about the, you know, the pop up, you know, fly by night. You are right. someone who uh, I've seen it firsthand. You, you want to build something well. Uh, and so, when we ask you to fill in the blank here, what is, the best way to build a brand
1: is? What? Ooh, consistency. I'm I'm very fortunate. I've been doing this now for 11 years, um, and you know the the, the saying of it, your your name is all you got, and your word is all you have is, has never been more true um, in this profession. I've come across people from different walks of life. <laughs> and different parts of the country world i've had a client from korea um it's uh the the common factor is providing the right information being a consistent human being something they can rely on um but yes not being erratic i think this role is as much about being calm under pressure as it is pouring some gas on the fire but it's about understanding the room that you're in. Every client is different. Um, so for me, it, it just really, it's about the consistency part. You know, when you talk about a major leaguer, you know, if you've had some Hall of Famers come through there, you know, showing up every day to work is very often taken for granted. Um, and then being the same guy you were yesterday is mm-hmm. uh, is, is hard as, as it is too. So at the end for me, what I found to be, you know, one of the separators um, is being where I say I'm going to be, doing the things I say I'm going to do in all facets. You know, and I think that starts at home for me, and I think that's where there. You know, as a I, I can only imagine a player struggle for the time spent at the field and with the family when that comes about, or even personal, just personal life. Having those two things, the consistency part of your that support group pushing you to go do those things because you always do them. And at the same time, you always are at dinner or always here for, you know, this event. There's a consistency or reliability that comes with that, with consistency that I think is the only thing you can bank on, especially working in sports. You know, 300, we all know the saying, right? You fail more than you succeed. In 300, Mm -hmm. there's there's a huge, huge value to that. When you can fail more often than not, but consistently, (laughs) you know, even, even being a bench guy, a role guy, um, if you show up to work and bring the same energy and it's a good at bat based on your results and secondary, I think all that stuff is what keeps you at the top of the the heap because you're reliable. You're Mm going to show up and this is what we're going to get. And you can actually put a value to that. Yeah. So that consistency, reliability part, um, whether that's you work in sports or, or any profession, really, mm-hmm. um, but clearly at, at the top of the, the heap with sports, that, that's critical.
2: Awesome. Yeah, consistency, man. That's just like well said. Well said. Fill, fill in the blank. One word. The biggest lie that athletes tell themselves is what?
1: I can't you've been, that's two words. go (laughs) I can't, I can't, I can't.
2: (laughs) Oh, that was your answer. I
1: can't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I might've jumped the gun there, but you got it. Um, yeah, I, 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 for me, it's, it's the lack of information, the options. Again, you, you understand putting yourself in good positions. You're, Back of your baseball card is just like your credit score. You can call it, right? It it really is going to be the the work you've put out there is something you got to be able to stand by, right? So very often that that level of credit that you've the work you've put in and, and the things that have that follow you throughout your career are going to be what's what's driving the next opportunity for you, right? So I'm stuck in AAA. am they're not bringing me up. I know the batting average is slugging, the on base, the defense, better not slack because there's opportunities overseas. There's opportunities with another team um, that overnight could happen. Second, that credit score starts going down, none of the deals get better, right? Um, so for me, it, it's the I can't usually players, and having been a player, I put myself in that category too, where I can't, and it was a lot from, just the misunderstanding of, of the situation I was in, right? Not understanding the entire business of it, which we truly are in these days. It's a business. There's more money in it than ever. Um, and if you don't understand what that opportunity is valued at, uh, you will not understand the work necessary to put into it. So usually it'll be an I can't, you know, or I won't. Um, and I try to remove those things from my language with players because it's a very gray area in terms of our mindset going into how we're going to attack this any given season, you know, game, whatever you want to call it, there has to be a clear understanding of, of what we're going after. And and we will say I can't, but understand it in the full spectrum if we don't believe we can, that's the right direction, but we'll find and I can for sure. You know, I can do that. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. I'm not a power guy, but I, I can get on base and I can, play defense and I can, you know, still drive in runs, but not have the ball over the fence. I can do that. Okay. Well, you know, runs are, are this game too. You know, if you don't throw as hard as the next guy, you, they all got to throw strikes, right? The three outs matters still to the next guy. You know, I, maybe I can't throw that pitch or that hard. I can do this though. Okay. Well, that's a plan. Let's stick to that and let's be effective with that. And, you know, I, for me, that's become a big part of the development aspects. You're, you're the master at that. You're, you're critical to that whole process with a lot of these young guys. And I, I see a, a lot of times lights come on in their eyes, usually the younger they are, mm-hmm. where they, it's, it's doing the same thing that they've always done, but setting some light on how it's going to work at this next level. Rather than just shut it down and I can't, you know, I won't be a big leaguer because I don't. And it's like, that's, we did not get into this journey for that. Yeah. We were in this to figure it out. Yeah. You know, so that would be my my two words for your one word answer or question.
2: <laughs> that's good stuff, man. I mean, as a former, yeah, as a former, you know, two sport, you know, athlete, you know, uh, scholarship athlete at, at Arizona State, you know, obviously you shaped it down. I mean, you, you've been in the trenches. And now you're helping other people get through the trenches. And so, man, well said. Um, um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, thank you. you. Know, right. as, as we as we close, as we close um, at the top at the bottom of the hour here, um, you know, we're we're living in this COVID nineteen world, um, you know, and and I want you to I want you to segue right for the next time. You know, we we, we do this podcast. What is the one word? That you want everybody to 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 chew on and to, and to um, uh, just think about right now. Just one word. What is the one word that comes to your mind in terms of the athletes that are out there waiting, the fans who are out there waiting, uh, your peers in industry? What is the one word that um, should resonate in their in their mind? No explanation. Just one word. Drop mm-hmm. them on them.
1: Gratitude. I love it. I love I it too. Man. Yeah, I love it. I love it, Mm -hmm. Dennis.
0: Yeah, the man, brother. Thank you so much.
1: Appreciate you, you, man. Yeah, man. That was. Yeah, this is fun.